2 Samuel chapter 8 Sometime later, David defeated the Philistines, subdued them, and took Methagama from the hand of the Philistines. David also defeated the Moabites, made them lie down on the ground, and measured them off with a cord. He measured off with two lengths those to be put to death, and with one length those to be spared. So the Moabites became subject to David and brought him tribute. David also defeated Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah, who had marched out to restore his dominion along the Euphrates River. David captured from him a thousand chariots, seven thousand charioteers, and twenty thousand foot soldiers, and he hamstrung all the horses except a hundred he kept for the chariots. When the Arameans of Damascus came to help King Hadadezer of Zobah, David struck down twenty-two thousand men. Then he placed garrisons in Aram of Damascus, and the Arameans became subject to David and brought him tribute. So the Lord made David victorious wherever he went, and David took the gold shields that belonged to the officers of Hadadezer and brought them to Jerusalem, and from Beta and Barathai, cities of Hadadezer, King David took a large amount of bronze. When King Toy of Hamath heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son Joram to greet King David and bless him for fighting and defeating Hadadezer, who had been at war with Toy. Joram brought with him articles of silver and gold and bronze, and King David dedicated these to the Lord, along with the silver and gold he had dedicated from all the nations he had subdued, from Edom and Moab, from the Ammonites and Philistines and Amalekites, and from the spoil of Hadadezer, son of Rehob, king of Zobah. And David made a name for himself when he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. He placed garrisons throughout Edom, and all the Edomites were subject to David. So the Lord made David victorious wherever he went. Thus David reigned over all Israel, and administered justice and righteousness for all his people. Joab, son of Zeruiah, was over the army. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilud, was the recorder. Zadok, son of Ahitub, and Ahimelech, son of Abiathar, were priests. Saraiah was the scribe. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Sherethites and Pelethites. And David's sons were priestly leaders. Chapter 9 Then David asked, is there anyone left from the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for the sake of Jonathan? And there was a servant of Saul's family named Ziba. They summoned him to David, and the king inquired, Are you Ziba? I am your servant, he replied. So the king asked, Is there anyone left of Saul's family to whom I can show the kindness of God? Ziba answered, There is still Jonathan's son, who is lame in both feet. Where is he? replied the king. And Ziba said, Indeed, he is in Lodebar, at the house of Machir, son of Amiel. So King David had him brought from the house of Machir, son of Amiel, in Lodebar. And when Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he fell face down in reverence. Then David said, Mephibosheth, I am your servant, he replied. Do not be afraid, said David, for surely I will show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land of your grandfather Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, What is your servant that you should show regard for a dead dog like me? Then the king summoned Saul's servant Ziba and said to him, 
I have given to your master's grandson all that belonged to Saul and to all his house. You and your sons and servants are to work the ground for him and bring in the harvest so that your master's grandson may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, is always to eat at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants, and Ziba said to the king, Your servant will do all that my lord the king has commanded. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table like one of the king's own sons, and Mephibosheth had a young son named Micah, and all who dwelt in the house of Ziba were servants of Mephibosheth. So Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table, and he was lame in both feet. Chapter 10 Sometime later the king of the Ammonites died and was succeeded by his son Hanan. And David said, I will show kindness to Hanan, son of Nahash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent some of his servants to console Hanan concerning his father. But when they arrived in the land of the Ammonites, the princes of the Ammonites said to Hanan their lord, Just because David has sent you comforters, do you really believe he's showing respect for your father? Has not David instead sent his servants to explore the city, spy it out, and overthrow it? So Hanan took David's servants, shaved off half of each man's beard, cut off their garments at the hips, and sent them away. When this was reported to David, he sent messengers to meet the men, since they had been thoroughly humiliated. The king told them, Stay in Jericho until your beards have grown back, and then return. When the Ammonites realized that they had become a stench to David, they hired 20,000 Aramean foot soldiers from Bethrehob and Zobah, as well as a thousand men from the king of Makkah and 12,000 men from Tob. On hearing this, David sent Joab and the entire army of mighty men. The Ammonites marched out and arrayed themselves for battle at the entrance of the city gate, while the Arameans of Zobah and Rehob and the men of Tob and Makkah were by themselves in the open country. When Joab saw the battle lines before him and behind him, he selected some of the best men of Israel and arrayed them against the Arameans. And he placed the rest of the forces under the command of his brother Abishai, who arrayed them against the Ammonites. If the Arameans are too strong for me, said Joab, then you will come to my rescue. And if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come to your rescue. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and for the cities of our God. May the Lord do what is good in his sight. So Joab and his troops advanced to fight the Arameans who fled before him. When the Ammonites saw that the Arameans had fled, they too fled before Abishai, and they entered the city. So Joab returned from fighting against the Ammonites and came to Jerusalem. When the Arameans saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they regrouped. Hadadezer sent messengers to bring more Arameans from beyond the Euphrates, and they came to Helam with Shobach the commander of Hadadezer's army, leading them. When this was reported to David, he gathered all Israel, crossed the Jordan, and went to Helam. Then the Arameans arrayed themselves against David and fought against him. But the Arameans fled before Israel, and David killed 700 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers. He also struck down Shobach, the commander of their army, who died there. When all the kings who were subject to Hadadezer saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and became subject to them. So the Arameans were afraid to help the Ammonites anymore. Chapter 11 In the spring, at the time when kings march out to war, David sent out Joab and his servants 
with the whole army of Israel. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. One evening David got up from his bed and strolled around on the roof of the palace, and from the roof he saw a woman bathing, a very beautiful woman. So David sent and inquired about the woman, and he was told, This is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers to get her, and when she came to him, he slept with her. Now she had just purified herself from her uncleanness. Then she returned home, and the woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, I am pregnant. At this, David sent orders to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. So Joab sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab and the troops were doing with the war. Then he said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the palace, and a gift from the king followed him. But Uriah slept at the door of the palace with all his master's servants. He did not go down to his house. And David was told, Uriah did not go home. Haven't you just arrived from a journey? David asked Uriah. Why didn't you go home? Uriah answered, The ark and Israel and Judah are dwelling in tents, and my master Joab and his soldiers are camped in the open field. How can I go to my house to eat and drink and sleep with my wife? As surely as you live, and as your soul lives, I will not do such a thing. Stay here one more day, David said to Uriah, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah stayed in Jerusalem that day and the next. Then David invited Uriah to eat and drink with him, and he got Uriah drunk. And in the evening Uriah went out to lie down on the cot with his master's servants, but he did not go home. The next morning David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Put Uriah at the front of the fiercest battle, then withdraw from him, so that he may be struck down and killed. So as Joab besieged the city, he assigned Uriah to a place where he saw the strongest enemy soldiers. And when the men of the city came out and fought against Joab, some of David's servants fell, and Uriah the Hittite also died. Joab sent to David a full account of the battle and instructed the messenger, When you have finished giving the king all the details of battle, if the king's anger flares, he may ask you, Why did you get so close to the city to fight? Did you not realize they would shoot from atop the wall? Who was the one to strike Abimelech, son of Jerubasheth? Was it not a woman who dropped an upper millstone on him from the wall so that he died at the bez? Why did you get so close to the wall? If so, then you are to say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead as well. So the messenger set out and reported to David all that Joab had sent him to say. The messenger said to David, the men overpowered us and came out against us in the field, but we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot at your servants from the wall, and some of the king's servants were killed, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead as well. Then David told the messenger, Say this to Joab, Do not let this matter upset you, for the sword devours one as well as another. Strengthen your attack against the city and demolish it. Encourage him with these words. When Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead, she mourned for him. And when the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done was evil in the sight of the Lord. 